every dollar that we have, we need to understand how to give it multiple jobs. And so this is just comparing the growth side. We're including taxes, we're including fees, we're including where other money could get carved out and the opportunity cost of that would be your investments would need to earn a lot more. But I'm telling you that life insurance is an and asset. It's not an investment. And in fact, it's just a more efficient way to, to save your money and use it throughout your life. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everyone, it's Caleb Williams with The Better Wealth Shelf. I wanna talk about buy term and invest a difference. A lot of people have opinions about this. There's a lot of videos. There's a lot of people that are toting buy term, invest a difference. Do not put a single extra dollar into life insurance and you have to because it's a terrible investment. It's a scam. People are trying to scam you. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to set the record straight. I wanted to share with you in math and I also uh, want to give you a drawing to consider at the end of this, mainly because this is a, something I'm really passionate about. Um, I have been in the insurance industry for a while. I do. I am biased. You'll see why I'm biased, but I'm not biased in the reasons that you think I am. So first of all, I want to just cover some of the key things that people say. Number one, they'll say that insurance, life insurance is a terrible investment. I think what you'll find is life insurance is not an investment at all. If you're thinking that this is gonna outperform a lot of, of your investments, um, do not do this. I do not think life insurance for the record will outperform a lot of your investments. And so if this intrigues you, continue to listen. And also I'm trying to grow this channel and teach people more about money and alternative ways to think about money. And so if you could hit the like button and subscribe, that would be amazing. The second thing people say is, um, you know, your insurance agent's going to make a killing and they make high commissions. Well, that could be true. A lot of life insurance is set up poorly, but if you set your life insurance up in a proper way, um, it, it's very far from the truth. Actually, insurance agents will make a lot less money than your investment advisor over a long period of time because it, usually they get paid once for setting it up and they don't get continuously get paid ongoing. Um, and then there's a lot of times that they'll say, you know, cash life insurance gives you zero cash in the first couple of years. Um, it's not flexible and, and it's just not a good thing. And while this can be true, because like everything, there can be awful um, plans, there can be awful systems. Um, I'm going to share with you just in a basic life insurance, like we, we at Better Wealth have done a lot more creative ways, but I want to give you just the baseline on how to think about your money. So just a little bit about myself. I wrote a book called The And Asset. I speak around the country, have a company called Better Wealth, and we literally teach people this day in and day out, how to do this properly, how to use life insurance as an and asset, as an asset where you can have your money grow, how you can control it, how you can use it, and how it enhances, key the word, enhances. It's the key that unlocks a lot of different opportunities. It's not something that will outperform something. It just makes and enhances what you're, what you're currently doing and making it better. All right, so I'm going over to my screen. I'm going to put myself in the corner. What you'll see here is this is a life insurance policy. And this life insurance policy is just showing $20,000 annual premium. I want to note that in life insurance, there's a difference between a base premium. That's usually the required premium. And um, you you know that life insurance is set up wrong if all you're paying is base. That, that can be um, make it unflexible. It can make the policy underperform. And really, you need to have this for over 30 years just, just to for it to make sense. And so you'll see that the, the uh, this premium is a combination of PUA, uh, a little bit of term rider um, and, and base. And so there's some flexibility built in. You'll notice that we have $13,000 of cash value. Can you design this with more cash value? Absolutely, but I just 
I wanted to use a plan like this, again, for the record, so it's not just like in 1% uh, of cases, this makes sense. This is a, this is a typical um, overfunded life insurance. And then you'll see the death benefit starts at 1.7 million and at the end of 30 years grows to 2.4. So I wanna get the elephant out in the room first. If you compare this to a cash savings account and you say the cash savings account is 0% because right now um, they're, they pay very little money. I just what I want to, what I want to just point out is the savings account is ahead. In this case, is ahead for eight years. Now, is there plans to break even sooner? Absolutely. But in this case, you're you have one hundred sixty thousand dollars in your savings account in year eight, and in your life insurance plan, you only have one hundred fifty four thousand. So, in the first couple of years, there's what we call opportunity cost difference. You you have some of your capital, and the powerful thing is this capital w can be used, and your money continues to grow. This is one of the key benefits of life insurance: is it's literally a paper asset that allows you to borrow against it, and it continues to grow the rest of your life. So really, the break even doesn't really matter. Um, but for some people, they like to see like when the actual break even. It only matters if you cash out your policy. Um, as you can see, over thirty years, there's a difference. There's a difference of five hundred and seventy-seven thousand dollars. Now. Again, someone could easily say, well, if I put $20,000 into an investment over 30 years, I hopefully my, my investments will outperform $1.1 million. That's a, a typical point that's made, and, and that's the typical point that's made against um, buy term and invest the difference. Um, but I want you to just hear me out because I do not think we are comparing this to an investment. Um, I think I need to share with you why this is a foundational and asset and cannot be compared to an investment and ultimately can enhance your investment through some of the areas uh, that you can use in policy. So uh, quite frankly, it's just the life and life, uh, the savings account is early access. The problem with savings is long-term, the interest is pretty low. Um, even if you could earn 1%, if you see, you know, it's something, but it's still almost a half a million dollar difference. And and so my my first point is, Life insurance is an amazing place to store capital. And if you understand what's going on, just like my book, the and, the and asset, I believe it's it really shows up and can show up more powerfully when it relates to investment. So the other thing I want to just prove is if you paste this number, this 4%, and you copy this into a savings account, you will find that these, these numbers are identical. At year 30, 1.1 million, 1.1 million. What this shows is if you could find a savings account that could earn 4% every single year in today's interest rates, it's it's very, very comparable. You can see at the end of 30 years, it's it's there. So when life insurance says it has a terrible rate of return, 4%, 4% doesn't seem that impressive, but right now I can show you over 30 years that your, your true cash value is earning 4% along with your death benefit. All right, so what, now what I wanna do is since we, we since we see that 4%, then you're like, Caleb, you're just proving my point. Investments on average will earn you a lot more than 4%. Um, so the next step that I wanna take is, is this 4% a tax-free 4% or is it a taxable 4%? Well, if it's in a savings account or if it's, an, if, if it's an account that you can control and use, it would be taxable. Because again, I, I'm going to prove the point at the end that this is an asset that you can then borrow against and use for other investing. So we really have to compare this to a savings account because of the control that you get. Now, um, for this 4%, um, if you had to pay taxes, and you know, it's interesting, everyone has different opinion on where taxes are going. If you look at where our country's headed, um, you could be watching this and pay zero taxes. You could be watching this and be in the 15% tax bracket. You could also be watching this and pay paying way over 35 to 40%, depending on what state you are in. 
Um, you might be paying more than that. And I'm just, I just want to note that I'm just putting numbers out here for an example purposes. I'm not, I just, I just want to prove a point. And I think a lot of people that especially I work with say that taxes are going up. So this 35% may be, may be conservative. And so what's interesting is when life insurance is set up properly, your money can grow and can be utilized and get passed on income tax-free which is extremely powerful um, and then makes your account, you would have to earn over 6.24%, if you see here, every single year without a down year, just to keep up with what's going on in the life insurance. Now, again, 6.2%, 6, 6 a lot of you out there are like, hey, I can earn uh, that in, in the market. I can do that in an index fund. I can do that in a lot of things. So what other factors do we need to put in? Because I'm pretty much saying if you could, if you could have a, an account that you had full control and you could earn over 6.2% every single year, you're still ahead of the life insurance. Well, we have to factor in some kind of fee. In this example, I'm going to use 1%. I'm well aware that it could be a lot less. I had a client the other day said they had a 2% fee in their 401k. So I just want you to know, do your due diligence, understand what, if you're investing in mutual funds, what the funds, the fees there are, and just be really aware. So right now I'm seeing that you have, uh, you need to earn 7.31% every single year without a down year just to keep up with the whole life insurance. Now, again, stick with me here because what, what did I open up this video with? By term or invest the difference. A lot of people are saying, well, if, if you just pay money for term insurance, you can invest the difference. This policy is on a 35 year old all the way to 65. So what I did was, um, you can see that the death benefit goes up. What we're gonna do is we're just gonna do the bare minimum $1.7 million of 30 year term insurance. All right, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna click the term insurance and for $1.7 million of 30 year convertible term, uh, this is just, again, straight up term insurance with a company that um, you could convert if you wanted. Um, you would get you could get that for two thousand one hundred and fifty nine dollars. So the pitch would be um, you could take this money by term and then invest the other what is that you know six seventeen thousand eight hundred and forty one dollars or something like that. You take that money and be able to get that rate of return. Now how this is calculating is if you take that two thousand one hundred fifty nine dollars and you buy insurance, which is a commodity, which is a, a true expense at this point, that money is ne never able to grow for you ever again. And so that money is truly gone, a making your investments on the other side have to work even harder just to keep up with what's going on in the whole life insurance because the whole life insurance is doing this while having a permanent asset. We're not including at the end, like at the end of 30 years, this is gone. This term insurance is gone. You have, you paid $64,000 over your lifetime. It's it's gone. And on on this end, you have um you have 1.1 million dollars and your death benefit is continuing to grow. And by the way, any time after after this time, you you don't have to continue to pay the premium, but you'll see that the policy is getting a lot more efficient. So so here we go. If you are in a place and if you are very confident over 30 years if you can earn over 8.3% every single year, like, and you're like, Caleb, yeah, I, could, I would pay the term insurance, I get the fee, I get the taxes, and I'm confident that I could earn over 8.3% every single year without a down year, you would say, you should buy term and invest a difference. And, and that would be true if all I was comparing this to was an investment. If all I was comparing this to was rate of return. One of the things that I talk about is uh, in my book and I talk about uh, teach our clients is we have to look at money not as one dimensional, but multidimensional. And we have to understand that every dollar that we have 
we need to understand how to give it multiple jobs. And so this is just comparing the growth side. We're including taxes, we're including fees, we're including where other money could get carved out and the opportunity cost of that would be your investments would need to earn a lot more. But I'm telling you that life insurance is an and asset. It's not an investment. And in fact, it's just a more efficient way to, to save your money and use it throughout your life. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw on here just a quick drawing that I include with all, uh, with all our clients that buy a book. And so right here, and I'm drawing a stick figure here. And this stick figure represents you. And this money represents money going into your policy. Now, we, we just saw that your policy will grow for the rest of your life. I just showed you 30 years, but it will grow lifetime uh, forever without taxes, without losses, without fees. And, you know, we saw that it's like a 4% rate of return. But when you factor everything in, you know, you could say that in an alternative account, you need to earn over 8% when you include taxes, fees, and all that other stuff just to keep up the buy term and invest a difference. The difference is when you buy term and invest a difference, you're putting your money into something and that money is in there or it's not. It's called an or asset. So this next piece is the and versus or. And I'm telling you, when you can have access control to leverage your money, allowing it to grow, that is the key. If your money's in your Roth IRA, you take it out, it's no longer growing. If your money's in this investment, you take it out, it's no longer growing. If your money's in your savings account and you take it out, it's no longer growing. If your money's in your and asset, you can borrow against it, allowing it to continue to grow. In, in today, it might not make a ton of sense. But over your lifetime, it could make hundreds and hundreds and millions of dollars of difference because of the efficiency of your money growing. We also need to factor in retirement. I'm not going to go into a lot of this. I have other videos on my channel that talk about why life insurance can include uh, can enhance your stock portfolio in retirement, can enhance your annuities, can enhance your pensions, can enhance your um, real estate funds, can enhance a lot because of the tax-free nature, because of the per permanent death benefit, because it's just it's just an amazing asset to own in the future, especially if you're hitting retirement. The same dollar is protecting you. I term and invest a difference. It's giving you that life insurance. I believe it, it, it gives you the ability to save more as well because if, if you can have access to money, if you can utilize money throughout your life to whether it's pay off debt, to buy cars, to invest in assets or investments or even the market or whatever you want, um, you can save more money. And that's one, of the, that's one of the things that we help our clients do is help you save more money. And so it's not, we're not just comparing it to buy term and invest a difference, the little money that we are willing to invest because we have to give up potential control over that. But no, you're, we're able to save a lot more money. I personally am saving over six figures a year and running a successful business because I have access and control, I'm understanding the and component. So uh, the, the moral of the story, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, the moral of the story is when we, we talk about buy term and invest a difference, a lot of people are comparing life insurance as a poorly performed investment that is not seeking the and component. And if you understand the and component, if you understand that when you factor in taxes, fees, you know, the insurance costs, when you factor in retirement, when you factor in the protection increasing and being permanent, um, there's a ton of benefits. So life insurance, I'm not telling you to put all your money into life insurance. I'm not telling you that this is the magic bullet. I'm telling you that it's, it's sort of the uh, an ignorant argument for those that don't understand where permanent whole life insurance um, really should exist. And it's extremely powerful to have in your life. And I believe it's the key that will unlock so many other opportunities for you and make other investment strategies and give you more options for the future.
Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.